here we go. First episode. So. Salam alaikum, my brothers and sisters. Walaikum salam. Welcome to another episode of the High Octane Podcast. Yeah. 98 hour. Yeah, episode two featuring James Kuba and Mrs. Black or Riley. 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 Yeah, so uh, probably probably need to do quick introductions. So I'm James. I um, was in the army four years. I'm a vet. Um, done security, done martial arts for most of my life. Um, that's pretty much how I met Kuba. Kuba, you want to go? Yeah, I'm just a just a young black man trying to make a living. So, uh, yeah, just give a quick introduction about yourself. Um, look, man, I'm just a nerd. Start again. <laughs> no, we can edit that out. We can edit that out. Don't worry, we'll edit that out, okay? Are you Elon Musk. I used to work security with Riley. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to just start again? <laughs> I reckon we should keep it going, bro. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, we can edit it all out. Yeah, sweet. So, uh, do you want to um, do you want to give a quick introduction about yourself? Okay, um, I'm Riley. Um, I've been in the security industry for about seven years. Um, I'm not really an interesting person. Well, that's that's a lie because uh, she's got pretty interesting stories. Uh, but yeah, we met um, a few years ago working in a security company. Um, and yeah, so right now the theme the theme of this podcast uh, is gonna be just a bit of entertainment, human like real real and raw human stories, um, and just yeah, just any interesting people we can find, we're gonna interview. Bit of bit of uh, combat sports as well. Yeah, speaking of combat sports, um, apparently, uh, Riley, you. You beat people up for a living, or yeah, so- yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so let's um let's begin like with your your journey into security. What what I want to know is like yeah. how do you do security, um, like as a as a small woman that doesn't know martial arts, doesn't carry a weapon. Like, what's like, how does that work? Because when I think security, I think, like, six foot seven. Islanders. Yeah, I think, like, you know. Big chunguses with no necks like me. Yeah, that's it. How does that work? Like, give us a rundown. Um, Honestly, it's just about communication. If you can communicate with someone, um, you generally have a better chance of talking someone down. I find if there's an aggravated male, I'm a lot better suited to defuse the situation than a giant islander. Right. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. What um, what kind of security teams do you reckon you fit on? Like, are you are you usually the only female in um most teams? Um, yeah, I think predominantly from the time I've started up until now, I've generally been the only female on team. So, how did you like of all thi- like what what else have you done apart from security? Um, when I turned eighteen, I used to manage a bar. Um. Was Didn't that in Sydney? Uh, no, it wasn't. Okay. No. Um, yeah, so pretty much just security, corrections-based type work. Yeah, but how how did you actually fall into that? 
Because, like, you're not the typical person that falls into that. Um, well, it's something She's I... She's not a massive islander. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you can't work it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's something I've always wanted to do, but no one really gave me a chance to do. So, when I moved to Sydney and I found there was a course for it, um, I just decided that it was something I wanted to do. Was it more of a, like, fuck you thing? Like, um, like people say I couldn't do it, so I'm going to do it? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, like, was there a lot of, oh, no, nah, you'll never be able to do it? Like, where, where did all this, like, negativity come from? Um, I guess it's just a, a female thing in general. Um, if you're of a smaller kind of stature, and, and female even, um, no one really wants to give you a chance. And mm. I kind of felt like it would be great if I could prove everyone wrong, because even when I started, people said, oh, you won't last more than a year. That's it. This is just a phase you're going through. It'll wear out kind of thing. What was, um, what were your biggest challenges as like a female in the industry? <laughs> um, prob- probably all the predators that are in the industry. Yeah. That's oh, the psychos. No, that's definitely what I wanted, um, wanted to talk about because I actually saw a bit of it firsthand and I know it exists in the security industry. There's a lot of fucking predatory behavior. Um, like I saw a little bit of it because I was uh, I worked with Riley and um, yeah so I saw some of it and then um, some of the guys I think that might be mine give me two seconds man I'm still waiting for my package from those blokes <laughs> yeah they sent it back to China and then the Chinaman that uh, sent it to me had the uh, gall to ask me for 30 bucks to send it back wow so I told her to go fuck herself <laughs> Yeah, I'm never getting that package. <laughs> Jeez. Is that, is that, so, hey, you talk about communication and stuff like that, right? Does it help having, like, 10 brothers? Like, being around all that sort of stuff, like, obviously you have to figure that out. Like, how do I, you know, how do I manage this situation? It definitely does, because males operate in a very, a very specific manner. Don't get offended, but it's basically do now, think later. Return to monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Must return to monkey. Mechanical man. Yeah. Bunnings um, warehouse. Oh, sorry. We're not sponsored by them. Not, not yet. <laughs> we we data bolt. We just need uh, We just need a bang and uh, a monster sponsorship and we're Gucci. That's it. That's it. So, yeah. Um, like I was saying, the predatory behavior, um, it's, pretty, it's pretty disgusting and it discourages, like, a lot of women to stay away from the industry because, like, to be honest, there's only, like, there's only like really a couple of types of women that get into this work and it's basically like well mainly like i'd say nightclub work but like security in general like you get like really rough dykes you get like rds as i call them rds yeah yeah Yeah. you get those you get um people of certain um i'm just gonna say it indians (laughs) you get um, are you serious yeah yeah you get uh, a lot of indians come again You get a lot of Indians in the industry who are, like, they're not, like, it's funny, though, because, like, Indians historically are fucking badasses. They're, like, a warrior race. Right. Like, the, the Sikhs and stuff, they're, like, badasses. They fought for the British Empire and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, the ones that come here, like, and do security, they're just there to pick up a paycheck. Like, I've seen, um, I've seen heaps of them fall asleep at work. Um, they're, like, don't have their radio on. They, they'll like wander off 
um i've seen some take their sh- their work shirt off and go into the crowd and just hang out there for a bunch yeah um i saw that curry what's up it drives you crazy <laughs> the cut with the car is too hot what's <laughs> yeah have you been to fahim's bro what's fahim's um have you been to abby's no i haven't abby's is probably the best indian restaurant in sydney shout out to abby's yeah i gotta take you to fahim's fahim's they're pakistani i learned um that's where i learned that the valuable lesson of never mix two curries just stick with one no i always i always like to mix a really spicy curry with like a really mild curry like a uh, butter chicken because then you get um it sort of like waters it down a bit yeah so i'm not like di- my mouth isn't dying uh i'm, I'm more thinking about the day after but uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the, evacuate the, the building cello ring the cello <laughs> sting yeah. um yeah but uh i don't think i don't think riley can relate um because she's a vegetarian you can get you can get vegetarian curries oh no i love curry yeah, but, but i just don't like the way the shower smells like the next day no no or the, or the bathroom <laughs> or, or the, yeah. the turmeric coming out of your skin but yeah there's like yeah. you get like uh back to what i was saying you get like indian women who and it's indian men as well they they're there to collect a paycheck that's it and um they don't care it's it's funny because a lot of them don't care how much they get paid they're like i'll work i met one doing my security course and dog handling usually play uh pays in the upper echelons of security you're it, talking about like actual dogs oh yeah. like uh look, like, <laughs> like canines and shit yeah like i yeah. i used to have a i didn't have it it's my friend's dog but i have a german shepherd that i use no like chihuahua no um yeah. i've worked at like valvoline space what uh raceway and shit like that um but usually that pays in the higher echelons because you got to pay for the dog as well um but um i met a guy in the course um who did a dog handling he would travel up to newcastle indian bloke travel up to newcastle for like 19 dollars an hour to do like a six hour shift uh. i was like that's that's fucking insane are you serious i wouldn't even get out of bed for that mm. but they're, they're like more than willing to do that and it's it's a bit of an issue because they like they're obviously getting paid in cash because 19 dollars on the books is like illegal and um you're not going to make that much money once you take tax out of that 19 dollars yeah well someone's going to take that job right yeah exactly yeah and they're going to do it you know well they they also the, the issue with the industry is they um they push wages down because they cheapen labor what do you think about uber eats uh not a fan not a fan no yeah why is why that? that my shit's always missing yeah yeah it's always cold it's always missing you've got a good couple of stories with that actually oh yeah um i mean recently i mean um that you know so i had my keys hidden from me um so that that, that i think that's a female thing <laughs> You know, like, oh, let me just hide your keys because I'm hungry and I didn't get fed. You know what I mean? So I'm, That's not wrong. Yeah, well, I'm never doing that again. Um, so you make sure she's fed, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we, I was with my missus and we ordered Uber Eats and it didn't come. And, uh, yeah, and that, that wasn't a good ending because she was really hungry. Um, and uh, one of your best workers had to actually drive you to work. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. That, brother. Gang, gang. Uh, that's all right. I forgive her. But, um, okay, so getting back to the security topic, um, Riley, would you would you like to elaborate on, like, predatory behavior like you, you've experienced? Okay. Or even seen, yeah. Um, so, 
when I first got into the industry, no one, and I first got my license, no one would give me a chance, no one would hire me because I was female and I had no experience. So I, being the genius that I am, put an ad on Gumtree. Uh, oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. 18. Uh, mm. That's just got like casting couch written all yeah, over it. Yeah. It's just like Gumtree is like, that is like the place for predatory behavior. Yeah. But go yeah. on, go on. Okay, Better so than Craigslist, but. Craigslist, is that in Australia too? It, it, it isn't anymore really, but it used to be, yeah. Oh. Sorry, go on. Uh, okay, so um, I got contacted by a guy and he had a business card, said he was the manager of a company. He was just like, I want to meet, I want to talk about the role, blah, blah, blah. So I did. Um, went to some nondescript coffee place in the middle of nowhere. And he said, and I should have kind of really clued onto it at the time, but I didn't. I guess it's not really your fault because, like, you didn't have that life experience at the time. You were being, like, just 18. Like, yeah. thinking the world's all sunshine and rainbows. I was yeah. the same. Yeah. Perfect, uh, perfect victim for a psychopathic employer. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, we were talking and things, and he was just like, I really like you. And I'm like, well, okay, shit. He likes me for the job. That's great. I'm going to get the job. Uh, he said, but I have to be honest with you. Um, you don't have the training that we need. Because um, this was for a loss prevention rule. And um, he's like, uh, the course runs in Sydney, but the last course for the year has, has already run. So they're doing it in Melbourne. Um, my company is is doing the training in Melbourne if you'd like to come down. I was like, oh, wow, I'm going to get extra training. It's going to be great. Oh, no. oh this, this sounds terrible already. Yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, so Please tell me there's a happy ending to this story. <laughs> Not really. Oh, eh? no. Uh, yeah, so... Um, I didn't have the money, but I managed to scramble the money for a plane ticket. And he was just like, look, the company will take care of your accommodation. It's fine. Just get your plane ticket and we'll go down. Um, ended up going down. And when we arrived to the hotel, um, I realized that he had only had one room and there was only one bed. So um, I didn't think of it. Fuck. Any yeah, I should have probably clued into it at the time that that was a dangerous situation. But I didn't. So you just, you, you just didn't think? No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, okay. And but like, you knew, but did you know that you were staying in the room with him? Like, uh, He said, oh, it's okay. Like, we're only here for a couple of days. Um, You can have the bed. I'll have the couch. And I thought, well, okay. Okay. So, like, have you already started getting, like, a, like a few red flags? Yeah, I was a bit... I mean, obviously, I was a bit suspicious, but... um. I wanted the job. I needed the job at the time. This is the, the only person that had given me a chance. Um, and he knew I needed the job, which was probably another mistake I made was making him aware of how desperate for the job that I was. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a big part of, like, negotiations. Like, as fucked as it sounds, you got to, like, with a job interview, you got to, like, seem like you're keen for a job, but, like, also that you're not desperate because then they can just, like, fucking fuck you over. Yeah, that's... But yeah, continue. Um, uh, so we we got in a car and um, a taxi, sorry, and went to the head office for this company. Now this company is a huge, one of the biggest security providers in Australia. Um, so he, his company or his alleged company was subcontracted by the major company. So we went there for some training, and on the taxi ride over, he gave me all the all of the answers for the exam that we had to do, and. Um, I'm not a stupid person. I could have, I could have passed it. But mm. Were you sort of like, why am I getting this? 
Okay. Like, why am I getting this um, treatment sort of thing? Uh, yeah, but um, I just assumed it was because I was the only one from his company there and that he wanted me to do well. Yeah. 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 Um, so we went and I answered all of the questions and the provider of the training was pretty surprised that I did so well um, and just thought I was really intelligent. So I was like, oh, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't think of anything. I didn't think any of the, anything of it. And I didn't expect that I would owe someone for that favor. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. this is the happy ending. Yeah, this is the happy ending. That, uh, Different type of happy ending. Yeah. Um, uh, at the time, like. Oh, no. Here we go. We're going to do going on. We'll figure this out eventually. I've got no idea how this works. Yeah. Eh? I reckon if you just, I reckon just like let it do. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, we're extremely amateur at this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Can you can you still talk into it like that or? Yeah. Not really? uh, is it? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Talk, talk. Hello. Yeah, yeah. I can. I can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, after all of that shit, all my ears. Um, we went out for dinner with other people that had done the training as well. Um, I don't drink, or at the time I didn't drink because of... Alhamdulillah. <laughs> yeah. Because of religious reasons. Are you Muslim? I was. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I didn't drink or anything like that, and, um, he kept pushing me to drink, and he was like, um, I pulled all these strings for you, I gave you the answers I got you through that's narcissistic now shit now you need to pull mask rings <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like typical narcissistic <laughs> shit yeah 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 um so like he could just uh riveting on like I did this for you I did that for you it's really rude for you rude of you to refuse you know my hospitality kind of thing so I did I had a beer and then a beer oh shit and this is when you were religious yeah so had you drunk before this or um not like I hadn't drunk since I had turned 18 type thing right like so you I hadn't, hadn't I'd never been clubbing or anything like that and before you had this drink like how long were you Muslim um three years R- right so you you were properly committed like this is not something that I want to do at all yeah this is against Divine my religion did not want to do it yeah I, I'm not doing it. so that would have been a massive deal so you you must have felt pretty scared going into this like oh shit like did he did he start getting like aggressive in a way yeah he like, got, was like, he raising his voice yeah that he sort was of thing. like I did this for you I did that for you you're being rude so on and so forth I shouldn't have done this I shouldn't oh know. wow oh, just, and just to get you to have a drink yeah yeah so I was like okay fine Um. so I ended up having a beer and then more beers and then I said, look, I don't want any more alcohol. I can't. So then he got me cocktails. Now, they were obviously... Double strength. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he got me pretty wasted. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I was pretty fucked. Like, I had not drunk and, you know, um, yeah, uh, that was, that was a, a thing. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I was I was pretty wasted. I probably couldn't walk so well by myself, to be honest. Um, he helped me get back into the room. What a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Such a nice guy. Yeah, Such a gentleman. Until, until we get to the ending, the unhappy ending. Yeah. Um, so, um, I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to press that button, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, he ended up putting me on the bed and um, I was just lying there. I was just, the room was spinning. I felt really sick. Um, he then took his pants off. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and tried to make me touch him. Wow. Um, and when I refused that, like, he lied on the bed next to me. He kept trying to make me kiss him and stuff like that. Yeah. But I was, I couldn't, like, I was, I knew what was going on, but I was just, you know, lying there. Like, I was, I was so drunk and I'm just like, so many things are going through my head. Yeah. You know, you know what's really fucked? Just to think that, um, like, I'm not, like, just thinking that you're probably not the first. Like, uh, he's probably done this before. He actually did, and that's... Oh, I'll get to that a bit later. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, this tip... Like, fucking... I hate fucking predator shit. Like, I've fucking... I got instilled into me just because of fucking the army that, like, don't... Do not fucking sexually harass people. Like, it's, like, the number one rule, and I fucking hate it. Especially in the workplace. Oh. But, yeah, go on. Um... Like, uh, he kept trying to kiss me and stuff like that, but I was so drunk, I felt sick. I ran to the bathroom, I threw up a bunch of times. Um, I got in the shower, because, like, obviously I was covered in vomit and shit. Like, I was I was a mess. Mm. I was not in a good state. Got in the shower. Um, I, I don't even remember what I was doing. I was just standing there for, like, the longest time. And then he gets in behind me Ugh. and grabs me. Ugh. And at that time, like, I'm sobering up a bit. I panic. Um... I started like hysterically crying like get off me and um, I went out uh, into the room and I just I sat on the bed and I I called my mom and like I called my best friend and I was like this is what's happened like I'm so scared like, I don't know what to do um, he stayed in the shower um, I, I, I didn't know what to do because I didn't know anyone in Melbourne I didn't have the money to get another hotel um, most of the night I sat outside the door mm, um, fucking hell keeping in mind that we had a second day of training the next day so i knew that i was stuck here i just i wanted to come home but that i couldn't i couldn't facilitate it and wait so you had no money for a ticket home either or did you you bought your return i brought ticket? the return ticket that's already, good yeah. so you just knew that you had to tough it out for like a yeah. few days or even like maybe you were thinking like all right look as soon as i sober up i'm just getting the fuck out of here sort of thing yeah, I, I was I was scared because i was like i need this job and all yeah. i could think about was i need this job and like this is you know because you needed it yeah, yeah. I, I, I had no money like um uh, i was fresh out of the industry and when you get your security license there's a huge weight like a huge downtime it's like uh so you do the course the course is like two weeks but then you've got like a six to eight week wait depending what time of year it is how many people yeah. are applying but like yeah it's a massive wait and you're at it so and after that you got to get your photo taken the rms and then it's like another two weeks after that so really you've got a three to four month wait before mm. you get your license in the mail and you can't work until you've got the physical license yeah uh, like i was on struggle street like I, I couldn't even at the airport i couldn't even buy a drink or anything i was that broke mm. it was yeah so i knew that no matter what i was gonna have to stay there um and he just acted like nothing had happened he acted like he didn't do anything um, he just acted normal and uh, we went uh, to the second day of training same thing happened afterwards he went out with friends started drinking I didn't drink um, I was like no that's it like I can't you know I was just like I feel sick like I can't I don't want to be sick um, and so you're hanging around with this guy he's acting like nothing's happened everything's yeah. fine um, it was actually funny uh, when we first arrived to the hotel one of the workers at the hotel asked me like if I was okay 
Mm. And I thought, like, I was just thought that was a really weird comment. But obviously, uh, he's quite dark skinned. So obviously, we weren't related, and he was in his 50s. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I mean, you know me, back then I had braces and I, I looked quite young. Mm. Um, so oh, oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Cuties. Cuties. <laughs> have you have you heard of that movie? Uh, Cuties? No. It's on Netflix. Um, yeah, no, no. I mean, we can brush on Cuties quickly. Yeah, Cuties is um, a coming-of-age film um, for... Uh, it's pretty much got uh, 12 to 14-year-olds twerking. Um, it's on Netflix. It's still up there. It's still on Netflix for yeah. some reason. It's it's fucking weird that they approve that shit. Yeah, um, yeah it's it's wild. And, but they put it under, like, European coming-of-age films, hey, so it can be, like, overly sexual. It's a French movie. It's okay. Yeah, it's art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not pornography. It's art. I did it with a, with a brush. Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't the fact that this guy was dark-skinned. It was the fact that he looked much older than yeah, you. Yeah, much older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just clarifying that. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have anything against people with dark skin. Just uh, FYI. Yeah. Shout out, Nelson. Invasion Day. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, continue. Um, yeah, so, um, same thing happened. We got back to the room um, after that, and he, again, tried to kiss me. And when I told him, like, flat out no, he turned to me and he said, why did I even bring you here then? You knew what this was. And I'm like, excuse me? Like, you said that you're a manager of a company and you were going to give me a job. He was like, yeah, well, you know, that might not happen now. Um, Wow. I've actually got um, a similar story for um, one of the companies I worked for. Um... So did you get kissed? Um, <laughs> no, by a big islander man. No, um, I got um, I, I pretty much I wouldn't say assaulted, but um, an islander when I was working at McDonald's, one of the like McCafe managers, no. like she like attacked me, not not attacked me, but like just started sucking my face when we were like um, in one of the cool rooms, and I'm like, whoa! I was like, I was fresh eighteen, doing security at McDonald's because I wasn't making enough money. How old was she? She would have been in her mid twenties to late twenties. Good looking, or oh, she was alright, but you know, I got I got attacked. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. Like, so walking into the cool room, she comes up behind me and just like I turn no. around, I turn around and she starts kissing me. I'm like, what are you doing? I like we we hadn't really talked like at all, and she like came up and like kissed me. I was like, whoa, that's weird. Yeah, man. Yuck. Um, yeah. so yeah, um, can continue with your, your story, your little yarn. Uh, yeah. So he's, he was basically just saying, um, well, you knew what this was when you came here, you knew we only had one room, but he, before we even went there, he never said that we only had one room. He said the company was taking care of it mm. and it was just to get training. And then when we entered the room and there was only one bed, he did say that he would sleep on the couch. So that didn't happen. Um, he was really angry with me and uh we, we ended up taking different planes anyway so which was great nice. um home um i was at that stage convinced that i didn't have a job anyway um but when i got back to sydney um i got on the their roster uh which by the way was a cash job um like uh, a, lot probably, of, a he, lot of the industry he would have had to do that 
did he do like, if he did, didn't give you a job you probably would probably have gone to the police or something you know what I mean he's probably thinking that like, in the back of his head yeah do, do, he, do you reckon he gave you the job to like shut you up sort of thing well I, I don't even know why he gave me the job maybe well he needed they needed people like when I yeah. when I went in there they were hemorrhaging but um, I didn't have to see him again really um, I from that time on I just worked I did my job um, and I went home. It wasn't until a few months later when two guys that I work with approached me and asked me how this person was towards me. And I said, well, that's a really funny question. Why do you ask that? And they told me about a girl who he had allegedly assaulted. Yeah. Um, so at that point, um, I broke down. Um, yeah. Did you, did you hear the full story about that other girl? Uh, no, so I, I don't exactly know what happened. They were really vague on it. Um, but I knew if there was one that that would make that would make it okay for me to talk about because, you know, someone there would be someone else to back me up kind of thing. Um, so I talked to these guys that I work with and um, they decided that they would help me bring it towards the owner of the company. Now, keep in mind that this guy had told me that he was the owner of the company and mm. that he was a manager. He wasn't even a manager. He was a simple guard. He oh, he was just a, he was just a sacky. Yeah. Was he like, was he a supervisor? Uh, yeah, so he supervised um, some, to some degree, um, but he was not a manager and um, he didn't own the company like it, he had told me. Shout out to me, the best supervisor. <laughs> yeah. Was he, was he a supervisor? Yeah, he was, yeah. Oh, uh, he was yeah. a good one? Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah. I kept uh, the predators away. Yeah. So um, I I used to give Riley lifts home, and uh, some of the Arabic gentlemen at work didn't actually take too kindly to that. So one of them one of them actually tried to front me. Oh yeah. And I was, mean- and he was like, "She's ours," and I was like, "Fucking what? No, what? Fucking what? Can't? Well, as in like? No, no, no like so. I would because she's their sister, right? In in religiously right is that what it is or I, I didn't really know but like I because um she was I think she was a bit cautious of me because like I think um well you did, would be after what happened in Melbourne yeah. yeah yeah but as well when we worked for that company um did you experience any like predatory behavior were you done with that story actually sorry uh what was the thing um when sorry you, to oh, cut you yeah, off. Sorry, yeah, oh, no, go hard. Cool. sorry um, I'm, I'm going hard on the monster. The, <laughs> the autism's firing. So, yeah, you were saying about um, people from your work came to you and then helped you, like, bring it forward to the owner of the company? Yeah, so we did that, and then the owner of the company said to me... Um, <laughs> sorry. <geez. laughs> James is on another level now. Let's go. Okay. You good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, um, so um, brought it to the owner of the company, who didn't even know existed, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so he, he didn't even know this bloke. Uh, no, he knew the he knew him, but yeah, he didn't yeah. know who I was. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so he said to me basically, "I hope you've got evidence." Um, and I was like, "Well, how am I going to get evidence?" Kind of thing. Like, I, I don't fucking know. Like, how am I how am I supposed to prove this? He was like, "Yeah, because you know what police do to people who don't have evidence." Oh, so he was a fucked cunt too. Oh, yeah. So this guy was a cooked unit. And then he went. They're all they're all like that. These people at the top. Yeah. Like they're all jerking well, each other off and. Yeah, they're all under the table. Yeah, like, they're all oh, like, oh, "Hey, oh, it's oh. all about us. Let's make the most money we can. Yeah. Fuck everyone over." And, and I'll look after my little group. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, freaking that happened. Um, he basically said, do yours. Um, at that stage, I knew that I had no evidence. I couldn't find the girl that they had said had been assaulted. Like, no one would help me contact her or anything like that. Um, they basically basically pushed it under the rug and after I had told the owner of the company what happened, not only did he not believe me, he went to the guy who had assaulted me and told him that I was going to call the police and that he needs to get his story straight. Wow, so they cooperated basically and yeah. just said, hey, uh, you know, um, like he was looking after his mate, like, oh, she's going to do this, watch out. Hey, you know what's really messed up about that? It's so common. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that um, boys club mentality. Yeah, yeah. Like you're in the boys club. Yeah, so the boys. I, yeah, the boys. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll, I'll, um, I'll look after this. I'll make this go away for you. Unfortunately, um, you know, it's ma- It's it's awesome to have that. Like, I've got your back no matter what. There, there's a dif- but there's yeah. a limit, bro. It's like well, it's different because for us, like the Swole Patrol, the guys from the gym, like would do anything for each other. Versus, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cover up a sexual assault for you. Well, if if but I it, found it, that it, out, James. Cooper. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wouldn't be too happy. No, but like, if someone, if someone fucking wanted to go, I'd fucking fight to the death for like you guys. Yeah, but like, yeah. I wouldn't fucking, I wouldn't be like, oh, Cooper's <laughs> actually assaulted a girl. He's such a Scorpio. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Sagittarius, Scorpion um, game. No, so actually, recently, okay, I heard th- of that happening um, with you know, a manager and some girls, okay? Guy stepped in, um, went to the guy above the manager to help out these girls. Didn't didn't work, backfired. Guy's gone. Lost his job. Yeah. Wow, that's fucking disgusting. It's very common. It's very common. One of of the things I've always, um, I've always, like, believed in is, like, fuck going to management go to the cops like just straight out go to the cops because the management can't say oh you um overstepped your bounds by going to the police like no like i'm i'm going to the police so you can't like push it under the fucking rug well you know what bro like i know i know you're the same as me like you like you're very justice orientated like no no fucking tolerance for that shit yeah bro if one of my bro so I, i work at a gym right so um like We've got an amazing team of trainers and James is one of them, you know what I mean? And like a lot of these trainers are like PTs and some of them are skilled base coaches. So like James will come in as a subcontractor and teach a few classes here and there. But then we've got people that come in and pay rent and they're like hustling to make a business and it's, it's hard, right? Now, if, if anything happened to them, if they had any problem with anyone, like straight away, I would, I would, I'm all for them, right? Yeah. And I would never put them in a position where they would feel feel like that i'm just not that way um i I don't and what's what's fucked up is that's not good for like the money you know what i mean so it's like the higher up you go like this guy's thinking all right is my club making enough money is my business making enough money is this guy disrupting the flow of business if he is it doesn't matter what's going on there out you know, so ultimately, yeah, it's, like, that's what it's about. You know, yeah, that's what that's um a lot of a lot but, of what they what they say um with 
like people high up like in the business world is it's like so cutthroat that they turn into like fucking sociopaths like um, they're, they're all sociopathic yeah because they can't afford to care about people because yeah. it would be too hard to deal with like the the cost of like looking like the cost of looking after someone's well-being affects the bottom line then well let's get rid of the person that's, yeah that's how i feel it is well think of it this way right we're all a little bit sociopathic so right now you know this microphone stand yeah some some young vietnamese boy got paid like three cents for like you know a year to make this yeah but we're using it right yeah and it's like like he's he basically had to like like smash his hands to do this and we buy it for like a small premium yeah his family got napalmed yeah pretty much yeah yeah this is napalm shit that we're using right now but um we we choose to like disassociate from that because it's too hard you know iphones clothes that we wear it's yeah it's the same thing like one one of the things that put things into perspective for me was um watching narcos and you like for because for an example like you were saying the young young kids working sweatshop sweatshops for this shit one of the things i found out with narcos is every kilo of cocaine produces three bodies so yeah so basically because these cartels they fight over land they fight over trade routes to get into the states they fight over all this shit and because they've got so much power over the police because of all this money because it's illegal um they've got all this power and like they it generate the they came up with the conclusion that every kilo cocaine produces three bodies so by the time it gets to the united states that's Mm. the united states statistics so essentially like you know like that corporate environment is an extension of that if you think about it yeah like you got let's say you got 10,000 people in your company 3,000 people in your company like who are you to care about right as disgusting as that is that's just kind of where their head has to be at yeah it's fucked they've made a choice right so we don't have to make that choice you know yeah Yeah. we we can be the better person yes we can yeah Yeah, so uh yeah as you were saying I don't know honestly I think um (laughs) I mean, I'm beyond trying to change the situation because no matter what, I'm, I'm a minority in the, in the industry as it is. So I'm not going to be able to change it. And even the guys that want to help are not going to be able to change it. So it's just going to keep happening. Um, they say that like it only takes one person to change things. It's never going to change. It never is. And uh, basically all you have to do in this industry is protect yourself because that's all you can do. Mm. things there are there are things you can do to stop this kind of behavior i.e not be naive and fly to a different state when you don't know the person there there are a whole bunch of things that you can put into place so that this doesn't happen to you but thinking it's going to change is so naive it, it just it isn't well i i think you know what you're doing now is really important like, yeah, like you're potentially helping it. a lot of young people so it's, it's really good what you're doing especially like think think about you could be giving this advice to like 18 year old Riley yeah. you know what I mean yeah yeah whether she would take it <laughs> yeah. she wouldn't <laughs> yeah I want a job this yeah. guy's gonna offer me a job yeah I think um, it's weird right it's like okay you can't change the situation um, but there's always that part of me I don't know if it's just me Maybe, maybe it's the testosterone in me. I'm like, I can make a change. I can make <laughs> I'm that guy. I'm going to stand up. 
well, they say corporations. You, you said that one person can't make a change, but you've obviously never heard of the guy that ate a bat in Wuhan. <laughs> yeah. My little Rony. <laughs> you know that the, had my the, so soft ponies? The Wu flu. Yeah. Kung flu. Yeah. Wuhan clan. Yeah. China virus. So, yeah. Um, what what other, like, ba- like terrible behaviour like that f- have you experienced in the industry? Uh, it's all pretty much similar. Like, I've been told that if I don't suck someone's dick, I'm not getting a job. Jesus. What? Um, yeah, I'm not even kidding. And the worst w- thing was is... That, was that in the interview or was that, like, when did you... When, when, how did they bring that up in conversation? That's what I want to know. Uh, uh, look, uh, in your contract here, <laughs> so you must provide one blowjob per annum. Hold on, where in your resume did you put deck sucking? Because I can't get you the job unless it's in there. <laughs> okay, we pretty much. We don't take hand jobs in this company. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I don't want to see your resume. I just want to see the link to your OnlyFans. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, um, that's so our ha- industry, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, like the fitness industry. How many followers do you have? Oh my god, what's your so, defense? So, some some girl tried to apply for a job at his gym, yeah. and it's like, oh, can you send me a resume? And she was pretty much like, just look at how many followers I have on Instagram. That should be enough. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like no, no, it's like that. I, I love it. I love it. Though. I love it. Like it's just a shutting, party every night and shutting just, these people down, like letting them know that they're not fucking. No, no. I, I'm like straight up. If someone wants to do it, I'm like, please come in. But like, if you if you're gonna come in thinking like you're all that, you're the next big thing, and just because of your image, it's gonna get you through. Like, it's not. It's about helping people, right? So, can you change people's lives? Do you really want to help people? If you can, we'll come join the team. You know, hmm. like I don't, if you got fake lips, fake ass, like fine, you can join, but <laughs> make sure you can train people. You know? Make sure you got a resume. Yeah, like yeah, your, yeah. your Instagram, Instagram story is not a fucking resume. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, man, I love Bankstown. I love Bankstown. It's the best. Good hot pot. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't had I hot pot love there. the hot pot there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, are you talking about city hot pot, like in um, Saigon Plaza? Yeah. Yeah. That's a shit. Why do I not know about this? Because oh. um, there's barbecue city there, which yeah. is a halal uh, Korean barbecue. Um, the one that's the buffet. Yes. That's off tap. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. you got to show me this hot pot, bro. It's literally down the stairs. Yeah, Kenas. Yeah. Um, but my favourite place is actually shout out to Wagyu House on uh, Parramatta Road. Yeah, um, you should sponsor us. Bankstown Lebanese best mixed plates in the area, cuz the area nineteen dollars for a mixed plate. Yeah, not bad yesterday. Not yeah. bad. What do you think? Yeah, it was alright. Um, it was alright. Yeah, but I'm I'm very picky. I just like kofta, uh, not okay. kefta. Um, I didn't. Lo- I don't really like the chicken or the lamb that they make. No, not the shawarma lechme. They can, I'm sure they can. Finishib shawarma lechme. I'm sure they can char grill you some um, tofu or something. I love it. Yeah. No, I actually like falafel. Falafel's pretty decent. Oh, they're falafel. Bankstown Lebanese. Oh. I actually don't like falafel, but this what? place, this place, off time, yeah. like, I, I would eat like 10 of them. 100%. They're like vegetarian chicken nuggies. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> So, uh, I'd like to know how, how did they bring up in conversation, um, you need to suck my dick for this job? 
Um, basically, I was already working for the company. Um, it was another subcontractor, another cash job. Um, one of the supervisors slash... Uh, he was kind of a partial owner of the company. Uh, so he started like hitting on me um, all the time and stuff. Um, I pushed him back because I'm just like, whoa, this is, a, this is a lot and like I have to work with you every day and yeah, no, that's not happening. Um, and after what had happened, um, I was, I'm like extremely cynical now. Like I'm just like, enough. I think the security industry will do that to anyone, but especially women. Yeah. Like make you really jaded very quickly. I mean, like it sounds fucked. <laughs> like I'm going to be honest with you, like it sounds pretty fucked. Kudos to you. Are you still in the industry? Yeah. yeah. What a, what a beast. What a beast. Straight up. That's tough. That's toughness right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Continue. Yeah. So, keep going. Like, so this yeah. is super interesting to me. Yeah. Go on. He um he was like yeah. So if you how did he bring this up in conversation? No, it was just a thing. Like oh, do you want to go out sometime and stuff like that? Uh, I think yeah. you're really hot. You know. Um. Oh no, it's okay. We don't have to be in a relationship. We can just have some fun. <laughs> and I'm just like yeah. I haven't heard that line before. Um. I'm, same as I don't usually do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I just, I keep going on, like, yeah, no, I'm not going to sleep with you, I don't know you, um, you know, all, all this stuff, and he's just like, what, not even a blowjob? Wow. And Whoa. Yeah. Um, but do, the, the worst thing about that story is I was quite close with a girl who actually did it. She went to mm. the movies with him and sucked his dick, and next week she was supervisor. Well done. So it goes... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's next level. Yeah. Wow. It, go, it goes both ways. She leveled up. Oh. Yeah, well, just to let you know, I, d- I didn't have to suck any dick to become a supervisor, if you're wondering. Congrats. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. That's Depends right, I forgive you. Depends she just kicked me in the <laughs> knee and it hurt. Yeah, I'm going to have to go surgery I, now. I think she does some Muay Thai. Yeah. Do you, um, do you have any martial arts experience? Um, I've been um, tactically trained for my, let's say, corrections role. Um but as far as that goes, um, yeah, no. It's so you never did like put on a wrist lock and like move someone yeah. sort of thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would it work in a real life situation? Probably not. I'm not well, trained enough for that. Well, like how, how often do you do this tactical training? Uh, it was like eight weeks and then like every year. Oh, like once a year? Yeah. Ah, okay. So you do it for eight weeks and then you never do it again, but do it one day a year sort of thing. They honestly expect you to keep it up, like with training. But I mean, I only do the job like every now and again. It's not my full-time gig. So I'm just like, whatever. And your gimmick is like, hey, like, let me, let me converse my way out of this with my words. It, uh, I swear the only time I've ever been smacked in the industry really bad was by girls. Okay. Uh, Do you want to tell us some stories about that? Yeah. Or do you want like to stick to the hand or hair grabbing with the fist or uh, just everything? Like just uh, let's go, just, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Sort of thing. Wow. Yeah. Um. So do you want to can do you want to tell us about that or do you want to go more about the predatory behavior in the industry? Uh, what is this club? Hmm? What do you reckon? Let's um. Let's continue with um. The I, w- I want to learn more about this um. This this fighting that happened. You know, like, did you get a hit in or? Oh, tell uh, yeah, tell some stories. Yeah, yeah. No, like I'm not like I can't I can't fight. Um, yeah, okay. Basically, but I wouldn't run away from a situation either. Yeah. Um, 
Generally, girls would start on me if they thought their boyfriend was looking at me. Even oh no! Or oh, and you were on well. the job as well. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or if I asked their boyfriend to leave because he was drunk, or walked him out the front, like um, yeah, it was. Or even ask for ID. Just anything. Like these bitches are crazy. Yeah, that's the that's the best part I love about working a front door because you're ultimately. Um, you've got the fine the first and final say about who comes in because mm. like if i've asked someone for id like i'll even do it as a joke but if they give me fucking attitude i'm like you are not coming in see you later like so this happened to me at the the metro theater actually so i had a really i, I could tell her type she was like a really prissy 18 year old from the northern beaches she handed me her id while looking at her phone didn't look at me once so i I took the ID, I flung it onto the onto George Street, like I, I fucking slingshotted it like that, yeah. and I just went. I just called more people forward, and she was on her phone like this, just going. She's like, "Where's my ID?" I'm like, "It's on George Street, right over there." And she like looked at me like a biggest fuckwit, and I was like, "Like, see you later, bye." Yeah. See, that's why you need James. That's why you need James at the front door. I wouldn't be able to do something like that. Oh well, I can't. I can't be a cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. That's good. But yeah, um. Yeah, tell us, uh, tell us more of your, your stories and experiences. Uh, which direction we well, well, I, um, I actually worked at a hostel in the city. That was interesting. So, I used to manage a hostel at night, um, right in the heart of the city. I'm not going to uh, say where it was, but it was connected to a bar. Oh, I think I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so I, um... So, I don't know. You, you guys may have worked there. Like, probably not when I was there. No, but I've, I've probably gone and had drinks there, though. Yeah, it was it was intense. Is, like, it a, is it a hostel connected to a bar that's underground? Is the bar underground? Not underground. Oh, okay. It's on a corner. It's on a corner. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, like, there was always, there was always interesting shit happening there. Uh, like, what is, I, it, is there a fast food establishment underneath it? No, nah, it's not that. Okay. What I what I what I remember is um, like the older seckies, like the old school security guards, like the forty late forties, early fifties guys. It was like they didn't. It was just like, all right, I'm just gonna hit this guy and then fuck off, sort of thing. Or it's like I'm just gonna grab your drink, tip it on your head, and then you're gone. You know what I mean? There was no like, there was no like, fucking around. And like, I, I don't know if it's still like that or not. So. I used to run, um, I used to be a supervisor of the factory theater. Yeah. Um, for, I only did it for about six months because, um, I won't say his name, but the licensee of that place is a cocksucker. <laughs> and, um, I've, if you're it's watching, true. if you're watching this, I'd love to throw hands with you. You name and time and place, I'll be there. Um, I actually hate him so much, uh, because he's fucked over so many guards. So oh, yeah. my experience with him was, I think you were actually there that night. Were you there that night? When I called the cops and then... I the wasn't... Th I think I worked the day before that or the day after. So, I worked I worked at this venue. Um, I worked at the factory theatre. And um, I called because I removed someone. Um, did, did it all legit. I didn't manhandle him. I just came, hey, come on, mate. <laughs> um, you got to go. And then did everything right. Wrote it down. Um, he refused to leave, like, the, the area. So, I was like, you know, and he, th he was threatening to kill me and my staff. So, I couldn't actually do my job because I had to stay at the front. So, he didn't come in again or try to come in. And um, he was he was threatening 
he was threatening all my stuff and me and i'm like you know if you don't leave i'm gonna call the cops he said fucking call the cops i'm like i'm pretty petty i'm just like well that's exactly what i'm gonna do bang called the cops cops came down removed him and um fuck the cops because they didn't find him or anything so he's probably just going on doing it again because if you refuse to leave like 50 meters from a venue um after you've been kicked out that's a 550 dollar fine instantly if you it's a refuse to quit or refuse to leave the area and they didn't charge him right they didn't charge him they just moved him on i'm like oh so you guys are that fucking lazy and like that's why security guards get fucking they get injured they get fucking um attacked because cops aren't like issuing these fines like if you went home but if you park on an unbroken yellow line we're gonna take half your weekly uh wages away from you because you're not there and we can't see you so we're gonna put a ticket on your car because that line was yellow and you're not meant to park on that line that's, Sorry, that, that's also another disgusting thing. Yeah. How much of a fucking rort like um, traffic signs are like um, parking one area for one hour so they can slap you with like a hundred and fifty dollar fine. Hard. Yeah. Where were we? But yeah, speaking. Like, I mean, I've seen people like pull their pants down and all that sort of stuff, and oh, get oh. punched in the face for it. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Oh, so <laughs> bleeding all over the place like this guy took his pants down and was like he was like trying to like put his dick on someone and then one of the backpacks <laughs> like yeah fuck you man and bang 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 dang it dang it dang and then I felt so bad for the guy because he was just drunk and gay um, and then they bashed him well they hit him like twice he was bleeding and then the blokes that hit him grabbed the phone and like they were just trying to take selfies with him <laughs> while he was like depressed on the ground oh drunk. my god yeah 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 but yeah um yeah, so the supervisor of this venue, um, I called the cops and he went off at me. He's like, you can't call the police. Only I can call the police. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I got a phone. I can call the police myself. Thanks. And uh, he basically, he was like, he called the security company. Um, so this guy, uh, allegedly, um, I say allegedly because it can't be proven in court because it never went to court, but um, I, I witnessed it myself and I got him to sign... So I kicked a, I caught a guy doing cocaine in the bathrooms and I was like, Hey mate, like you can't do that here. Like, what are you doing? Stop. And I I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, mate, if you do it again, like I want you on your best behavior, do it again and you're going to leave. Lo and behold, I went back into the bathroom 20 minutes later and he was like doing cocaine again. I'm like, man, I gave you a warning. Like, and he was actually very it was very like hospitable he's like dude you gave me a warning i'll give you a line he actually offered me a line when i called him (laughs) yeah and i I was like oh nah bro that's what you did well that's uh well then i can't kick him out because then he'd be like the security guard did cocaine yeah um but yeah i um i called him a second time i got i got rid of him and then um for some reason because he promised not to do it again he uh, like he said to the the licensee of this place he's like Oh, I promise I won't do it again. And he let him back in. And I was like... He's an addict, bro. He's going to do it again. No, but... You know what I mean? The The, poor guy. The thing is, as Riley knows, that's so fucking illegal. You can't even... You can't have drugs on a licensed premises. Nope. Like, if you... If you even... Is that that right? Yeah, you can't. Like, even... Like, at all. Like, so, even if you walked... If you walked in to a licensed premises with a bag of weed in your hand, you're just like, out... See you later. Once, Legally. I went into a bathroom once and there was already cocaine in there. It wasn't even mine. 
Wow. It wasn't even mine. It was definitely it was definitely cocaine. Could you smell it? I smelled it. I smelled it. <laughs> and you know, looking back at it now, that was probably a terrible idea. Because you didn't know what the fuck it was. Yeah, but for scientific purposes, purposes. yeah, yeah, you I need to. It. You need to taste it. Yeah, yeah, and smell it. Actually, I can't believe I did that. Actually, it's probably one of the most reckless, thi- reckless things I've ever done. Yeah, it imagine was in the it casino was, as well. Imagine if it was Drano cleaner or some shit. Some yeah. guy like stitch up or like that. You know, um, have you heard of that Flucker? stuff? It's uh, no, no, no. It's called um, crocodile. It's like kiss of the. You know that stuff? It's in Colombia. So, it's basically what it is. Is it comes from this tree. Uh, it's some sort of like powder. It's from like the fruit or the or the seeds of this tree. Uh, scopolamine. It's called sc- scopolamine. What okay? is that? I've heard that. So before. scopolamine. What it does is, it's essentially, it makes you unable to, like, say no, sort of thing. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's it's like, it's not in a sense of like oh, a date not, rapey thing. It is a date rape job though, isn't it's, it? It's date rapey, but it's it's more. It's more it's more like, okay, if I suggest something to you, you'll think it's a great idea. Like it's more I, of a serotonin thing. This sounds like inception. Yeah, so what, what people would do in Colombia is they would grab this stuff and like they would have it on like a newspaper and it's so powerful, like you could come up to someone and just blow it in their face and then all of a sudden you're your best like, friends hey, with them. Like come with me. Yeah, like, let's go to your house. Oh by the way, you give know, me all your money. Yeah, and you'll be yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so good thing it wasn't that. You know, I would I would have been walking home like this, <laughs> with a sore ass. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I had had that dealing. That was actually the last time I worked for this company. Uh. Yeah. So. Um, and uh, interesting. Interesting. You said uh, the blowjob, or you want to keep uh, you, like suck my dick or you're going to lose your job funny you mentioned that i actually um i heard another alleged story about um a certain a certain company that uh um how do i word this so one of the owners of said company um drove drove um another another girl home and um basically said um, well, once the, he drove her home, he put like she opened her door. He didn't see her, um, didn't see him open the door. I mean, follow behind her. He stuck his foot in the door and basically said, "What's what's going on with his mic?" I don't know. Probably the sensitivity, bro. Uh, turn, can you turn it down just a tiny bit? Yo, yo, yo. You have to get real close to it now. Yeah. So, okay. uh, what happened was, yeah, I think we're getting uh, getting a bit of feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Feedback with James and Kuba. Yeah. Um, so, um, followed behind her and basically said, "If you do you want to keep your job? And the girl's like, obviously like, yeah, I want to keep my job. Well, it's like, you know, you know what has to happen if you want to keep your job. And uh, yeah, she pretty much like fucking, I'd, I'd call that rape. That's fucked. Allegedly. Wait, wait, wait. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is something that actually happened that you this, knew about? This, this is allegedly... Something that happened. This happened... Uh, no, I only found out about it years after. But um, if if I ever saw the manager of this company, I do see him around. But if I catch him... This is the same guy that only I can call the cops? No. Different guy. No, no, no. That, yeah. that was a licensee. But yeah, um, if I 
if I fucking catch this guy, we can throw hands. I fucking hate this cunt. Is that the same guy that used to um, take around that really young girl with him wherever he went? Yes. Yes. That is exactly who. Oh, that I'm was so about. fucking. I'm not even kidding. Oh yes. How old was this girl, and how old was he? Oh, he's he was like thirties, forties. No, he, he he had like grey hair, but I've yes, got grey hair. That that is exactly oh, who I'm yeah, talking about. Geez. Yeah, yeah. And like, by young, are you talking about like twenty one, yeah. nineteen? Yeah, yeah, around that. Yeah. Like, yeah, just like a little personal assistant. Then obviously he just kept around for very nice. She yeah. went everywhere with him. I'm not even kidding. And she was the funny part was. Did you ever talk to her? Yeah. She's dumb as shit. She's so dumb. She's like a fucking dumbass. So like you're like I know exactly why you've got this job. I know because because you you know you're oh, pretty. She was his pet. Yeah, yes, she was. She yeah. was really pretty. So yeah, that okay. that that person allegedly did this, and I found that out like five or six years after, no, two or three years after I actually left the company. That makes a lot of sense because she used to follow him around like a like a puppy, and I did, I never knew whether it was under duress or not because he would say to her, and she would just go. She would do whatever he said. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you picked Maybe up on that. Maybe she loved him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, she's young, right? Yeah, well, there's that yeah. whole that power exchange thing. It's just like, um, not power exchange. I'll just say, there's that whole um, they call it carnal knowledge. Like, if you've got to hold a position of power over someone, you shouldn't have sex with them. Like, yeah. if, if you're a teacher to a student, even if, but like, not when you're underage. I'm talking about like when you're in uni and stuff. Like, you shouldn't be dating your fucking students because you hold a position of power over them. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so other other predatory behaviours and stuff in the industry that you've experienced? Um, well, that was one. Um, oh, God, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's a whole bunch That's of right. shit. It seems pretty bad. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, shit, I thought the fitness industry was bad. Fitness industry is actually not that bad in comparison. Now See, that I think about it. Yeah, it's not that bad when you consider that security... A lot of um, security work is cash-based, so there's, yeah. there's not a long paper trail. Right. And um, so there's a lot of seediness that happens. And it's all at night. It's all at it's night. Dark. It's all like- Everyone's on drugs. You're finishing shifts at like two or three in the morning. Um, yeah, you're tired and like vulnerable. Like also as well, a lot of people that get into security are fucking vulnerable as well. Like they're just like, this is my last resort. Really? Sort of thing. That's how I felt uh, after I left the army. I was like, what can I do? I can fucking... I was like, I've got no life skills. I joined the army at 19. Uh, I can fucking kill people and blow people up. But that's really... I don't have any transferable skills. Yeah. Well, it is kind of... You should have been a contract killer. Yeah, you should have joined ISIS. Whoa. And that. Uh, bro, I'm not trying to get on any watch lists. Jesus. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I mean, um... The Lakemba Mosque. <laughs> You mean that metal object behind you isn't for cooking bombs? Like, <laughs> Hello, that's, a, that's a fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nine eleven. <laughs> we'll edit this out. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, it's starting um, again. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Tell us some. Um, tell us some other stories of like what what you've experienced or seen. Um, okay, uh, another big one. We touched on drugs before. Um, I worked at a lot of high, high-profile venues and whatnot where we'd have celebrities in, where we would have sports stars in. And we were told, I mean, the first night I was there, I was told, if you see drugs, do not touch it. 
do not talk to them you did not see it you talk to the media and you're fucked yeah um, oh if you see drugs from these sports stars yeah yeah so yeah. basically you let it happen yeah yeah oh you know what i would as, as messed up as it is it's kind of understandable you know because like one thing gets out these people's lives are just ruined you yeah. know like it's fair enough you know uh I'm, I'm a scumbag i would have wore a body cam and just like sold it to the highest bidder damn i'm a scumbag like that also though um going along those lines though uh, looking up the other way and stuff like that drugs and stuff like that i understand yeah whatever give and take but it's the rappers yeah yo uh metro theater um for example um the rappers that would bring underage girls back allegedly allegedly yeah. allegedly because yeah really yeah Wow. Is the, the metro is is that the one that like it's on the corner and it's got like a, a comedy club in the side oh it's got like a theater a little theater yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's called the metro theater it's a theater it's a theater but there's like several different venues within one there's the bar and then the back part and there's like a little like yeah i used to, yeah, I, I, used went, to I went comedy there it was mad i used to run the front door there are you serious yeah bro uh, i went there with my mate um he's not my mate anymore because he he like uh he fucked my ex-missus but oh, oh yeah uh, I, I hate grass cutters eh? no no it was Wait. even worse than that bro shout out to my friend josh you're a fucking grass cutter yeah victor you're a dog <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah he's the biggest dog bro he used to record like phone conversations and shit i don't know man Fuck that's, that guy. that's like mega illegal yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one of my best mates they didn't uh, let me in because i was i had too much uh champagne champagne sure right. mate you're not coming in i'm like, all right i guess i'm going home Shepherds. yeah yeah um yeah, so what were we talking about? The Metro Theatre? Yeah. Uh, what about it? No, just so like... Alleged, um, allegedly rappers bringing... Um, underage under- girls backstage. Oh, that's, and, uh, that's got R. Kelly written all over it. <laughs> yeah, no matter what you it saw is, or is, what is. you heard. Say again? What you saw or what you heard, nothing. No one would take you seriously. You didn't see, you didn't hear anything. That's it. That's why, uh, that's why you need body cams. Did you ever see or hear any activities such as what you're describing yeah yeah okay well not i mean i mean i'm i'm just saying allegedly yeah you know I, what i mean i've, I've actually Someone went backstage so i have something similar to that that happened allegedly at the metro theater but i don't know if it's alleged because i don't know if the guy got charged for this but what happened was the, the biggest shit show i think you can uh testify to this the biggest fucking shit show in security is rap shows because you get all Campbelltown lads and like absolute fucking shows. You get like fucking Centrelink recipients fucking coming in, um, and they're fucking they're just like violent and like it's funny because metal shows they fucking bash each other but they love it and yeah. it, there's no hate in it. Yeah. Whereas like rap shows, you get like rival gangs coming, so like you you always know shit's about to go down. Um, so rap shows are the biggest. They're the fucking shit shows. Hardstyle events are alright, yeah. Bro, they're pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I, I I worked at one actually. Oh yeah. I was a I was a like a, a lad spotter. Lad My spotter. job. What was, was that? To like pick out people that could who come were like in. selling drugs or who were jumping. Oh really? That was my job. I got paid three hundred bucks for it. How did you get that? My mate was a promoter. Oh It yeah. was at a Magic City. The event called Magic City. It was a hardstyle event. Yeah, I don't think I ever went to those because I only went to. Yeah, I, went was a, I was a, I was a, I was a raver. We should bust a fat hack for the camera. We should. Nah, maybe next time. Um, so yeah, um, and the other biggest shit show and like that's at an absolute fuck fight and like it's a good way to get in yourself a, la- a like a huge bit of trouble. 
is um what's it called mixed events so you got like mixed ages so you mixed. got mixed mixed yeah brother needs <laughs> we need to have gender segregation yeah this is the way it should this be. is a mixed gym mixed gym sorry for i went brothers. to Bankstown. gym yeah. for brothers um so like mixed um age events so you've got over and under 18 they're probably the biggest shit show because you've got things called wet and dry areas so you've got areas like but these places are fucking huge um you got places that um you can't drink you've got places you can't drink you can't take alcohol out of um because you've got a bunch of fucking 13 to like 17 year olds at in the other area so the other thing that this is going to my story so one of the other things that um comes from this is like how uh riley was saying um you got like rappers allegedly bringing underage girls so you're talking about performers and stuff like that yeah the people that come to perform yeah but what i'm talking about is patrons so i um someone someone came to me and was like oh hey i think people are fucking in the female bathrooms allegedly at the metro theater um and uh me and the other supervisor went we like cleared people out of the the bathroom stalls next to it yeah so there was two of us and i we just went like this so we like like i I just peeked over and i went i saw the other security guard come and he was like he was like and like then like that and we both leant over and there was a chick there like um there was a chick there getting her cheeks clapped by a dude (laughs) and um (laughs) Well, we wa- we walked into the we walked into the bathroom oh, and we man. just had this. Uh, uh, I was like, "What the fuck? Is someone dying, or is like a deer giving birth? I don't know." Yeah. Um. And so what happened was, I went over and clapped them cheeks. Clapped them cheeks. Um. I I leant over and I've gone. Oh yeah, sweet. Um. Hey, hey, mate. Uh. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Can you stop? Yeah. Um. Security here. Uh, security, can you can you stop? Uh, What's going on? I don't know. Do you think it's the headphones and it's not that? I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll eventually. work through it. Um, so, give me a second. Could be my mic. Uh, the mic that's internal to the headphones. Maybe. Uh, so no, I shouldn't. Shouldn't. So I caught this uh, this lovely couple um, playing hide the sausage in uh, the metro metro theater bathrooms, and one thing I noticed was I was like, because like obviously you know there's not much space in those things, so the girl had her arms against the fucking wall, and I noticed a black X on her hand. I'm like, oh fucking no! What's that? Oh no! Do you no. know where this is going? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, so okay, let me finish. So to stop people one of the one of the strategies we use in security for a mixed event oh no yeah okay one of the strategies we use for a mixed event is we use wristbands and we use black x's so if they're under 18 we put a black x on their hand so that if they reach for a drink it's very visible and we can go oh yeah fuck what are you doing get out so i saw a black x on her hand i'm like oh the, the guy's got a fucking beard and a wristband so so he was clearly like he was older oh yeah what was he like was he like much older like the girl was 15 so he had a he he had a beard it wasn't me i'm gonna caught him and go and like um when so he just thought he was getting lucky for the night 
but then when we wait, pulled, wait, he he didn't realize he he was pretty no, no he was pretty drunk but no yeah. I, I don't think he realized because of the amount of shock when i told him I maybe go, he's 18 she's 18 she's 19 she's not 15 right? she's yeah. 15 yeah like because i checked Poor her guy, id i checked run. her id afterwards he offered me like a grand to let him go and i was like nah man you're gonna wait here till the cops come no you yeah and like so do you reckon I, he knew no because when i told him i was like hey mate did you notice the black x on her hand he's like no okay mate and i said hey no this is what happened this is when it dawned on him i'm like hey i need your driver's license to the man yes sweet hey i need your driver's license i'm not old enough to get one that's what she said and he's gone oh fuck and then like he was like shaking and he was like you know fucking like he fucked so then the cops came and then like yeah like we have to report it because you have to bro that's statutory rape so now this is a really this is a really like difficult situation like it's fucked up for the guy right because let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt okay maybe she was 18 19 right yeah yeah well, like, what the fuck do you do in that situation? Like, the guy, let, let's say he didn't know, right? Because yeah. sometimes, you know what? It's not that easy to tell. But you know you know what? Probably it was used against him in court. The fact that she had two black X's, like, big, like, I mean, we cover the entire hand in a black X. Do you just draw it on? Uh, permanent marker, so you can't rub it off. Oh, okay. And if, if we catch you trying to rub it off, we kick you out. Like, that's how it works. Like, there's absolutely... So, he probably knew, right? Probably not. Right. Like, yeah. it's all over the hands. He would have known. He, he would have at known. least yeah. questioned it. Yeah. 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 And especially, this is my shout. Like, this is my advice to anyone. Don't go to mixed events. Just don't do it. Mm. Because if you even get caught. So, if you get caught handing. Even if you're like. If there was someone underage. Or like, say if it's. Um, there's not wet and dry areas. Say if you just hand your drink to someone. Like, while you tie a shoelace. You just supplied alcohol to a minor. So, so you're what fucked. happened? With, like, what was the girl doing when you were like? Because obviously it was not just the guy; it was the she, guy and the girl. Yeah, like, the girl, when you're talking like, to the girl, what she, was happening? Here? Oh, she was scared already because like she's under eighteen. Her parents have to come and pick her up, so there's no getting around it. Oh, so she's yeah, she, she's yeah. a minor. So so her parents literally have to come to the cop station to pick her up, and then they're going to find out what happened. So she went to the cop station too. She had to. So that's what she, happened? She yeah. had to. Okay, okay. So because she's now she's now a witness to statutory rape because it was her. Allegedly. Yeah, that was um that was my experience um with that sort of shit. So uh yeah. Um anything else yeah you wanted to say about that 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 sort of stuff? Mm. I don't know. Like it's it's everywhere. Um, I think pretty much every venue I ever worked had something similar. Um, yeah, it's just a really fucking dodgy environment. Mm. Uh, you're not safe, and like the worst thing is, is even I, well, the most common thing I've seen. You do have your predators, but you've also got the girls that turn around on the guys as well. When they're confronted with doing the wrong thing, they go, "Oh well, he made me do it." Oh well. What, what do you? Mean? What, what do you actually mean by that? Like, uh, several concerts where girls would be supplied alcohol by an older male. And then, as a result of that, because it's impossible to tell where they got the alcohol from in a, big, in a big crowd. But what you can tell is that an underage person has alcohol. So regardless, they're getting kicked out. 
So um, when you're removing the person, they, they go, oh, oh no, he made me do it. He made me drink. I'm so sorry. Let me stay. Like this is my only opportunity yeah. to see this concert, so on and so forth. Um, trying to get the guy and shit. So, um, and you see it all the time with like physical stuff as well. Yeah. Um, uh, for example, there'd be like an underage girl who had a boyfriend. Now she was off like scheming with, I don't know, who, hooking up with someone she found at the event. And then she turns it on. And then her boyfriend would come. Yeah. And then she'd be so like, sad, oh no, it? he would make, he made me do it. You know, like I'm so drunk. So was, is it? You know what? I think it is that little microphone thing. But, but you know what? I got one too, bro. And it's, it's not doing that, so. It is this, dude. It's this. Wait. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We'll, we'll let him fi fix that. What the hell? So, what, what, do you, what do you love about your job? Like, what do you love about it? Um, I mean, now. Yeah. Um, now, the, for the first time in seven years, I've been in the job that I'm in now currently for a year. The first time in seven years, I have a good team. Okay. There is not one single predator on that team. They're all guys. I'm the only girl. Um, they stick around me. They push me up. You know, they've given me opportunities to progress in the industry where no one else has, and they don't expect anything in return for it. Um, the team is pretty much the only thing I like about the industry itself. Um, yeah. It's it's a really dodgy industry. I mean, like I'm being paid quite well now, but for the first three years I was in security. I got paid less than all the guys because I was, I thought that's what you got paid. All the yeah. guys that were working around, uh, see for the, uh, for what you were working with James, um, yeah. how much did they pay you per hour? Um, I got paid like $23 as a, what the fuck is going on? Do you want to just take your headset off bro? Um, but oh, I won't be able to hear you. Or I, you can hear. Yeah. You can hear. Oh yeah. Wait, I think I fixed it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, we'll probably oh, take off the mic or something. Fuck. So, at least we know sort of what it could be. Yeah, at least, um, we just need another headset. Yeah. It's um, kind of weird. I, I took my headset off now and it's like, what is this weird, this weird place I'm in mean, that I can hear things that isn't this? So, uh, yeah. I got, I got paid like, $23 an hour as a fucking supervisor. It was fucking disgusting. Uh, okay. So how much? 25? 23. Uh, and this as is a, night work, yeah? Yeah, night yeah. work. I'm working past 12 and I'm a supervisor of venue. So um, a few times, um, or one, one of the things that uh, happened, w would happen to me, allegedly, is um, like... So general, the general rule is um, every 50 patrons, you need one guard. But I was running a venue. Um, I was running a venue of 150, 200 people by myself. So it was fucking chaotic because I had to look after like four bars and I had to do all the evictions. I had to do everything by myself. It's fucked. But uh, yeah, go on. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, sorry. Um so you love, you love your team. Yeah, that's it. There's nothing like a good team. Yeah. Um, so it seems like you don't like the industry that much. It's a very corrupt, unregulated industry. 
So the thing is, it's oh. such an important, like it's such an important thing. Sorry, James. Yeah, go on. Go on. Like, like, for me, for someone like me, right? Hey, brother, how are you? We're doing it. No, no, no. <laughs> um, like, for someone like me, right, who goes to a club and sees, like, security there, it's, like, it's the best. You know what I mean? Like, it's so important what you guys do. When I see security guards, when I see security, I'm just like, oh, okay. These guys are, like, a mad team. They've got each other's back. They're here to, like, save everyone. That's how it feels. It feels like that, but it's... Really it's not, the not. Case. so that's what it feels like yeah for us um but then if you're doing some dodgy shit you know it's 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 like oh who are these cunts you know i, I wish they weren't there yeah so. to be fair like i've gotten i've gotten like jumped in the city like you know 10 meters down from a bar and then the security's run over and like saved me but to be fair i knew the guy you know yeah, what i mean so but he probably would have done it anyway you know maybe because you know what? You also probably, yeah. you also don't want to get involved with stuff that's not your venue. So the reason for that is because if you saw a guy getting bashed, you know, and you're fucking that far away, yeah. But I'm by different, 10 dudes. Yeah, but I'm different. I'm not everyone in the industry. Yeah. So most people aren't like you. Um, I don't know. What, what, what uh, do you think I about that? I met, I met, I met a lot of good people in the industry. I feel like a lot of people that go in it are probably uh, they start off as good people, right? Yeah. Like you go in it because you like you want to protect people, you want to get rid of dickheads. You know what I mean? Like same same reason why a lot of people probably become cops. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Fuck council rangers. They're <laughs> fucking scumbags. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so... So, you got your team? Yeah, you got your team and you're getting paid really shit when you join the industry? Yeah, um, so I was on... What was your base rate um, for not even doing supervisor, just normal? Oh, I was like 20 flat. Okay. Fucking terrible. I was like 17, 18. It's that bad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really? For like three years. Cutthroat. Wow, I had no idea it was like that. Eh? I thought you guys would get paid really good because it's like it's a job that so, no one wants to do. So, one of, the, one of the things... It used to be paid well, so I got offered... When I turned 18... I got offered to work at Sapphire Room, which was in King's Cross. The guy's like, yeah, I'll pay you. Um, I'm like, oh, yeah, what's the pay? I'm like, he's like 40 bucks an hour. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. He's like, and he's like cash. And I'm like, okay. Um, I was like, why is it so much? It's like, oh, there's fights every night. That's like, mad. People, no, no, but he's like fucking the John Ibrahims and all them. They come in there. Like, there's a lot of like drug dealing and shit like that. And you got to like know who's cool with the management I love how he was just straight up he told you exactly why yeah, yeah. He, he, he it's was, a heavy situation this guy was like basically like your job is to kick out drug dealers um, that aren't cool with the management so if the, this is allegedly as well um, so he was basically like yeah so you're basically you're going to kick out drug dealers that aren't paying tax or paying rent in the club and if they are paying rent you leave them alone yeah. So basically, you're just painting a massive fucking target on yourself as a security guard. Mm. And I was like, that. I was fresh 18. I was like, no fucking way. I'm not doing that. I'm not getting stabbed over that. That would have been a sick job, though. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine it, bro. But fuck, what if I got fucking stabbed a bunch of times? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Fucking died. That's that right. Would also shit. That's right. <laughs> like, let, let's, let's find out what else we got here on. It's like the Tonight Show. It's like David Letterman. Yeah? Alright, what about this one? Oh. 
We got clapping. <laughs> that's really good. And we got. Oh, that's the that's the porno intro. Yeah, that's the intro. Good. Yeah, we're just playing with our pod track P4. Um, how you guys going right now? Yeah, I'm going good. Yeah. How you feeling? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Thanks. I'm. I might take a little break. Yep, so yeah. do, we, do we just pause everything? We can pause it. Okay, we definitely have to pause it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 